so let's kick this in the gear. I guess we'll just do a regular intro. Um, yeah. Thank you, everyone, for joining us for this special episode of In Absentia. This is going to be kind of an in-between episode. Between episodes 38... Yeah, and, well, during 38, really, that this would occur. But this is going to be a special episode with just me and my good buddy, Mark. And obviously, I'm Steve. I'm the GM of In Absentia, and with me is Mark. Hi, I'm Mark. I'm going to be taking the part of Ziggurat, the Dragonborn Sorcerer. The very unconscious Dragonborn. So in last official episode that Mark and Ziggurat were there for. We had this big battle in Ragoon. All of the characters really gave it their all. And then at the end of the episode, Ziggurat actually even mentioned, I'm exhausted. I need to sleep. And was driving the wagon back to the underground and slowly started to slip off of the bench and basically pooled at Story's feet. That's kind of where we're picking up. So Ziggurat, you just have this sense of exhaustion that overwhelms you. You've used so much magic and that inner resource, that connection is just exhausted. You lose that sense of place and you feel this falling sensation. And sometime later, you open your eyes and you're back in the underground in that kind of cushy room that you and Story and Quill had rested in previously. There's this, as you open your eyes, this ephemeral quality to it. And you see Quill and Story resting nearby, unmoving. Lolly kind of stood up. Just feeling dazed, you know, like a, a rough, rough night. Am I feeling, like physically feeling what happened? Sore. Like, sore, okay. You know, sore, drained, probably more drained than Ziggurat has ever felt in his life. Sits up on his, on his cot. Oh. Oh, I don't mean to wake you both, but I don't know. Maybe how are you guys feeling? Last night was rough. Neither of them moves or seems to even react. Will? Will? Dory? I kind of wander over to Quill. As you get closer, 
you realize you can't hear them breathing, but you can see their chests rising and lowering like they are breathing. But you also put a hand near them. I was going to reach out. Mm -hmm. quite feel their breath either. I put a, my hand on Quill's shoulder, try to shake him awake a little bit. It passes through. Whoa. And you see Quill shift ever so slightly, like a breeze has come through and disturbed him in his sleep. But he doesn't stir. I look back to my cot. You see yourself quite exhausted, bandaged, lying there. As you turn around, you look out into the doorway that was leading into the underground. There just seems to be this archway of glistening gold light. Uh, can anybody hear me? Am I still dreaming? I'm sore. I feel this. I don't know. Whatever. It's a dream. Just head to the light. You reach the doorway, and outside of it, you see a long, coiling stairwell out into this glorious, rocky outcropping. And off in the distance, you can see this swirling maelstrom of wind and debris. You appear to be on the side of a mountain at the foot of a glistening castle made of precious metals like gold and mithril with these ornate paned windows with glistening gems depicting these massive battles between dragons and the forces of good and evil. Oh, in the actual fuck. Uh, wow. This is... Do I recognize any of the battles and the depictions? You would recognize the iconography. Like Some of it would probably be, have been replicated in a really basic way in the halls of um, the school that Ziggurat grew up in. Um, obviously, the murals in the older buildings and like the stuff that's underground would have been much more basic than this. This is mm -hmm. just the fluffed up cathedral version. I look behind me where I came from as I walked through the door. You can still see the inside of the room but there's this ring of gold light around the edge of it. Um, I try to cast Prestidigitation into the room before I leave and uh, turn on the lights in the room. They're like light the candles. It's not electricity. You attempt to cast, mm -hmm. but it just, it doesn't seem to react. Do I feel anything like like or, or rather do I not feel anything that I normally would have when I cast a spell? 
Yes, you you feel like on one hand there's more energy around you than you've probably ever felt, but at the same time it's just not bridging. Like normally you just feel that it fills you and then splurges forth. Gross, but in this instance it's all around you and you can feel it. You can feel some sort of connection to it, but you just, it's not, it's not clipping. Magic's not going to work here. Here's to hoping this isn't trouble. And I walk up the stairs. You start to go along this staircase. And there's multiple large cliff faces leading up to this massive castle. And along one of them, it is at first seems to be just a large group of shimmering boulders. But as you get closer, you realize that it is a massive golden dragon sitting, draping itself along the cliff face. And it seems to be sleeping. Sweet ass. Yes, an actual dragon. Um. <clears throat> Hello, my name is Zigrit. Um, is this is this my dream? Is this your dream? Is it our dream? Uh, anyway. I'm here. And you see one of these, what you previously thought, boulders lift its magnificent head up and open one eye and then shake lazily like a dog. Most accurately, this would be our dream. Ah, if you'll excuse me. I don't, we weren't necessarily taught to treat you as gods, but it's hard not to at this moment. I am completely in awe that you're even talking to me. Well, many times I've talked with many of your kind, little one. I understand. I don't get called little very much. <laughs> By comparison. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, what am I doing here? You've been summoned, Ziggurat. Are you? For now. The plan. I'm still alive, right? Yes. Just to hold on. I want to make it clear. Like, I'm not heading up to the. Pilly gold gates or anything. And you hear this deep chuckle come out of this dragon. And it sounds like a group of boulders clashing together, just rolling down a mountainside. Yes, yes, you still live. Don't fear that. You've been brought here, Ziggurat. You know that your line is starting to end. 
all can sense that. Yeah, it's something that I don't know where my parents are, but they sensed it. And I'm the only one of me I've seen in about a decade. You're not wrong. All things must come to an end, but the order, the order must persevere. What does that mean? That means that in some fashion, you must rebuild the order of the gold dragon sorcerer. Other other dragonborns. They may not be exactly like you. In times of need, others have come to the call. There's, there's been other dragon blood sorcerers that aren't drought like kobolds, half dragons. Not all. Some give the guys. Outwardly seem human. Some as other races. Hmm. You, you forgive me. This is my entire worldview being challenged. I'm not disagreeing. And to be honest, if I could take someone like my friend Quill and grant him the ability to be a sorcerer, I would, but biologically, I don't know how that works. I mean, <laughs> this is a lot to take in. I understand. What we need is you to heed the call of Bahamut. You know that forces are churning in Turst. Yeah. Things are getting real serious there. Only more ash will fall before this ends. Really? I understand. Um, so you're saying that you work with Bahamut? And you see a big toothy grin. The dragon rears back and lets out the most ear-shattering roar. And you can hear six more calling in the distance in response. Uh, I understand. You're the seven. I'm Songred, the wing. It is an absolute honor just feels like the wrong word. I don't know. I am completely. This is cool. Songrid looks at you now. I've come with a message. You know, deep in your soul. The cult of the burnt hand must be fought. Yeah. There is. I mean, I, I, 
don't believe you're necessarily omniscient, but surely you do know and are obviously aware of what's going on. Ah, it is beyond our skill. I mean, it took everything to do defend a town, a defensible town, from one middling priest, perhaps. We don't even know. Yeah, more ash will fall. More ash will fall. Your task is to seek allies against the burned hand. Ready them as best you can for the battles to come. I know that you seek your parents and you will be reunited one way or the other before this ends. Oh, I figured that'd be the case one way or the other. It's not too disconcerting for me. And this is right. So yes, I will continue the path. Good. Now, I know that you've been told of the Dragonborn and Nar. Hmm. Your travels will take you there, but it may not be a direct route. You must find the vestiges of the other gold dragon sects in Turst. You're near Mathenus. Yeah. And that is where you're heading. That take up my wand. <laughs> it's funny, not many knew that this is the vestige. It's uh, a lot of religions out there in the world. The deities are left questioning, but when you hold an actual spine of Bahamut in your hand, it is clear <laughs> that he is a creature of power. There's more. Yes. What am I looking for? Surely that's not all just like this. This is a, we fashioned it into a wand through our generations, but what am I looking for with other vestiges? You must seek out the remainders of Bahamut's holy body in Turst. There will be seven in total just as there are seven of us that exert his will on the material plane. For now, you must seek out the ancient gold dragon stronghold along the shores of Lake Adura. I know that you've encountered the Shadow One, the Youngling, the Ancient. Funny thing, I was going to ask you about her. Um, what's her deal? She felt wrong, but at the end of the day, she convinced me perhaps she was more in the uh, neutral spectrum. She oversees all that is forgotten, and much has been forgotten in Turst. At one point, she was worshipped 
all across Turst. She was captured and tricked. And over the thousands and thousands of millennia, she's been trapped there. It has not done well for her anger. No, I'm sure I wouldn't like it either. Being trapped in a little cottage, having not but little... I mean, she does take care of the children around her, but have you been around more than one child at a time? The children take more care of her than you know. She was captured. She did explain that to us. Was it the burnt hand that captured her? Are they that ancient? Yes. The one who leads them is timeless. He's not from this plane or any others you're likely to have heard from. Is Pelor dead? As fallen as a god can be, he is. But he can be recovered. Yes. All magic and energy can be reborn. However, it will take great sacrifice. Understood. Um, where does Bahamut fall along all that? Like, he's powerful beyond my comprehension, no doubt. Where it like is he? <laughs> forgive me. Is he afraid of what's to come? We all should be afraid of what's to come. Oh. I was afraid you would answer it that way. All right. It is a lot to think about. What of my friends? Are they on this path with me? In their own ways, yes. Each of them in their own path will be integral to your mission. And yet, they may at times stray away from what you must do. What happens now, we cannot see the end of. But we can only set you along the path that we think is right. And this affects all of the plane. So there are many players with many pawns and many pieces. Um, that is concerning. Uh, so this is a large task. I don't quite have the inkling of how to get allies and to be powerful. Like, we're not just fighting us versus them. There's so many other look you've seen the humans around here right unfortunately they would just get in the way just from their biases let alone convincing them that their god's dead 
more to follow. Possibly, what what is like? What does the burnt hand seek to do? They want to burn it all. Right. You'll find more answers as you get closer to Nar. What you will find in Bridgeton is a small sect that may seem familiar to the Burnt Hand. The Cult of the Ember. Seek them out and you will find more answers. Um... Would I be concerned or cautious when I approach the cult of the burnt ember? Cautious, yes. Fearful. Allies? Otherwise? Enemies? Keepers of knowledge. And... Wow. Will you be communicating with me like this often? Some of us will reach out when the time is right. You must commit yourself to this path. And then we will assist when the time is right. I can do that. You've done more already than you know. The first key has been unlocked. The first key. And as you think back, you remember that Muriel called the jam a key. Right. That breakfast jam was a key? When the Lord of Ash rose last, the blight was the scar that remained on Turst. Bahamut's holy blood spilled there, and a copse of berries grew, the blood of Bahamut. Good berries. Berries. Can't believe it. I should have had a sample of that jam then, you're saying. It probably would have tasted good. Ah, <laughs> uh, who knew? That's wild. Quill will not believe me. Story? I don't know if she even believes me. If I tell her something to her face, it's right in front of her. She's her own thing. Anyway, just a lot. Am I still going to hit when I wake up? Probably more. <laughs> How do I get a hold of you? When you get to the ruins on Lake Aldura, we will seek you out. Go there, seek what knowledge 
or relics you can. And you may find more support. We will find you. And she takes a deep breath. And a gale wind comes out of her mouth and swirls you around and around and blows you back down the stairs and into the room. And you wake up and the world is back to normal. I'm assuming when I wake up, it's different. Like Story and Quill are probably nowhere to be found. Yep. Story and Quill are both not in the room. You can smell this stale burnt smell. Stale blood. The smell of lots of cleaning. And you can hear groans and hushed voices outside. Want to get up and look around? Yeah, I think I'll kind of walk around and assess the situation everywhere when you stand she was not joking you are sore as hell <laughs> but that connection back to your magic is there again and you do feel slightly more energetic even though you feel absolutely dragged through hell as you step out of the room things are in somewhat disarray in the large common room in the underground you see makeshift cots and just blankets rags anything that can be found with people lying out on them in various states of energy of injury trisha you can see appears to be tending the wounded but Right now, she's kind of half propped up on a high stool at one of her uh, many little alcoves with alchemical ingredients along the wall, and she seems to be passed out. She looks awful. She has an arm in a sling. She's bruised up. She has really deep bags under her eyes and looks like she has not slept in a week. You don't see Quiller's story. Um, you don't see Yaladu at all. Or really anyone else. But you do hear Nikau's stringed instrument somewhere in the room. I sorely make my way over to Trish. Morning jolts up and you see she has kind of a cup of tea that's been like drooped down and spilled a little bit as she was trying to drink it and it's it's very apparent that she's been using the stimulant and the tea to try to keep moving Zigrit, you're you're awake yeah um not feeling great uh last night was just not what we expected. We thought we were leaving town last night. It was last night. Right. 
anyone was expecting what happened. How long was I at? All night. Most of the morning. I don't exactly know when it is right now. <laughs> I haven't slept and... in a while. I sent out Zigrit. No. That's me. That's you. <laughs> I'm Zigrit. I sent out Quill and Story to go find Yaladu. Things are not great, but they're better than they were. Okay. I think we can say that we came out on top. But Ugh. a lot of people are hurt. Yeah, they set fire to, I don't know how much of the town. It was all in flames. And uh. while Yaladu's contraption certainly made an impact, it really made an impact. Yeah, it literally busted through the wall. And I haven't seen him since I last saw you and no one's heard from it. Yeah, it's not good. Why um, don't we get you a meal and some tea? And if you want to go search for your friends, perhaps I can send you and Nikau out. Yeah, that sounds good. Let's do that. Okay. And. Let me do a quick close here. Thank you to everyone for listening to this special episode of In Absentia. I haven't really thought of a title for it yet, but I enjoyed it. I hope you did too. As always, I am Steve, the GM of In Absentia. With me was Mark. Hi, I've been Sigrid, the Dragonborn Sorcerer. I am Mark, and this was a lot of fun. I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. I hope you did too. If you really like listening to In Absentia, I apologize for the super duper long delay we've had in new content, but more is coming. We are hopefully back to full steam in the next couple of weeks. We'll be putting new content out every Friday night on Twitch and then turning around and putting new edited episodes out on our RSS feed every Monday, like we historically have. If you want to support UberGeek Media, you can go to our website at www.ubergeekmedia.com, hit the donate button, and that is the most direct way to help UberGeek Media grow and thrive. Right now, there is a lot going on in the world, however. People are having a really tough time. There's a lot of really worthy causes out there. If you can't or don't feel comfortable devoting money to helping us out, we would encourage you to find a worthy cause that you trust and that you've researched to help out the world at large. And honestly, we would rather you donate to that. So on that note, stay safe. Do good things. Be good to each other. Have a good night.